Woods Ron's joined as always boy friend of the better part of the last decade she's a former colleague of mine my second longest tenured female friend a woman who once called me Hitler with less ambition she's the reason I drank Miss Charlotte Allingsworth how you doing lady hello 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 I am doing great it is raining and I uh I live in California but I'm from the northwest so every time it rains here I feel like not only do I feel superior to everyone because I enjoy this and I can handle it and everyone here fucking crumbles like daisies every time it starts raining, but also I feel, you know, like connected to my home. There's comfort to it. Yeah. I, get, uh, I love the rain. It never, it rarely did there. Um, yeah. my limited time and I always loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's because it doesn't happen very often that it's even more special when it does. It's a bit of a novel. And it makes you like. You have to cram all your coziness into like as the short amount of time that's gonna be raining. Yeah, it's like give my <laughs> drink, give my book, my blankets. Oh man, yeah. I gotta do it all. I gotta do it all. Hurry, hurry, quick light, all of the candles. Yeah. It's like hurry up, it's happening, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this year it's been raining more, which has been great for a lot of reasons. And bad for I know, you know, no terrible floods. There has been it's been bad. I I know that. But also, it's been cozy. Yeah, yeah. So there's that at least. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, uh, how are you? Um, I'm doing really well. Um, you know, I'm really excited to get into our, our what is it, part three of a little All-Star Super? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But, before we get into that, but, what have you been watching Reading Scene doing this week? Well, as usual, I have nothing to say about anything that's going on in current pop culture. No, I have not watched The Last of Us yet. Um, but I I'm did that myself. Okay. Well, we're all in it together. Um, I do have a new favorite thing in the world. Uh, I have a new, you know, do you remember, um, a couple years ago when Birds of Prey came out and I was like, this is my personality now. Yes. Well, uh, it's happened again because last weekend I watched Jennifer's body for the first time and I... Oh my god, my brain lit up. Like if I had been in a, in a, in any kind of scanner, it would have been like fireworks. All <laughs> I bought this sweatshirt because, because it's the one that Jennifer wears in Jennifer's body. I did my nails like in Jennifer's body. I watched it Saturday night. I watched it again Monday morning. I love this movie so much. Oh my god, have you seen it? Have you seen this? Have you seen no, I'm I'm very aware of it, and it's one yeah. of those movies that was marketed so wrong, so and wrong. It, was, it is not the movie you think it is if you haven't seen it, and you've only seen like trailers and and previews and exactly. things of that nature. If you, it think is not just oh Megan Fox sexy. It is no, this whole Megan other Fox. thing. It's Megan Fox eating the intestines of a jock like that. It's so, but it's funny because it's Diablo Cody. And it's the movie she wrote right after Juno. And so it's not like it's not like Juno. And a lot of the problems with the way that the movie was marketed is that the two test groups they focused on the most were people who were huge, huge fans of Juno and teenage boys. Yeah. Neither of whom are the target audience for Megan's not Body, which is a horror comedy. Um, but it does have that like it's got the quippy dialogue. Which, as a longtime diehard fan of the OC and Dawson's Creek, like, I love the teenage dialogue. I know no one actually talks like that. That's not the point. Like, the point is that it's very funny and there is something specific about the way that teenagers talk to each other that can be, like, 
can be that kind of weird rhythmic, like full of weird slang that doesn't exist anywhere outside of that friend group. Group. Um, it's also toned way down in Megan's body because it's not the same movie, right? It's not going for that like quirky, funny, but also it's about pregnancy. It's uh more yeah. um funny, scary, and it's about the codependencies of friendship and also the patriarchy and also. Uh, fun murder <laughs> like just some yeah. fun murders there are some fun murders in that movie <laughs> yeah so I'm uh right. yeah can't recommend it enough um i'm so happy that it's getting the major critical like reevaluation that it has in the last few years yeah, it's a bit of a rebirth it really is and it and it deserves it it's one of the movies that like i 100 percent agree with everyone who's been like this movie deserved better everyone should actually watch it it's a classic 100% lives up to the hype. Um, I ordered it on DVD because I don't have streaming services to not get rid of my favorites anymore. So everything I really like, I'm like getting on DVD, but I had to buy it on eBay because nobody is making DVD copies of Jennifer's body at this point. Yeah. So... <laughs> it's a relic. I tried to find this soundtrack because it's not complete on streaming. And like, of course, it's a, an absolute relic. And I found like one CD copy selling an Amazon market for like $80. <laughs> it's yeah, like that's a collectible. God damn it. Like hopefully with this big kind of resurgence and interest in popularity of the movie we'll get a re-release of like the DVD and the soundtrack the but, um, remastered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like give us the 15th anniversary edition in a couple of years. Ray with commentary and all that. Yeah. Oh, I want that so bad. Um, yeah, so that is my current hyperfixation. It is very fun. Um, having a great time. Oh, good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> How about you? What are you actually watching that people are currently interested in? <laughs> uh, currently interested in? Uh, that's a that's gonna be a stretch. Aha! Uh, Last of Us, of course. Uh, Bad Match has been really good. Playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption online. Um, mm -hmm. but speaking of marketed. Uh, incorrectly for completely different reasons. I spent a 24 hour period binging a show from 1995 that uh, probably only me and two or three other people watched. Um, and you know what? I'm just going to do it. <laughs> people just now their brains lit up like fireworks <laughs> i hope so i mean no one watched it that was not because necessarily it wasn't good but uh it was almost impossible to watch because <laughs> back in 1995 if you had missed it you just missed it and they put it on weird days and oh god oh so you haven't many. said the name of the show yet space above and beyond <laughs> there you go there you go it's space above and beyond so I have definitely never heard of it. years ago. I hadn't watched it in 28 years. I didn't yeah. realize it was that long. Yeah. Um, it's, like, impossible to find. It's not streaming anywhere. It is, like, most of them are on, like, or, uh, YouTube. You can watch them. Right. But, but, like, they missed episodes here and there. So I bought the DVD. And then, of course, it was a whole thing because I bought the yeah, wasn't DVD by accident, um, the <laughs> format. And then I had to buy a DVD player. And, like, it's it was a whole Oh. You went on a whole journey. I, I, you, the hardest you I've ever worked to watch a show since like yeah. the 
current era of like streaming and everything where everything is just uh, you push a button and you just have it in your face and you should just be able to have it like you should just be able to give somebody money and they will give yeah. you the thing that you want like that should just be default for all yeah. media I mean, this uh this was like i mean they just took forever to even to even get the dvds made like they just no one wants to make any money right. off of this and never has it's wild <laughs> it's crazy I, I don't get it weird um, I do, you were, we were talking about this right before we started recording, and the way that you talk about this show is the way that I feel about Jennifer's body, so I feel like we both unlocked, like, very intense hyperfixations this week, and, like, this is us now. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean. For the foreseeable future, this is all I want to talk about. <laughs> I, I thought about that show a lot since yeah. it aired. I mean, it was one of the first things I loved. Yeah. I just, like, couldn't get enough of it. Oh my god! It, it, the CGI doesn't hold up, but eh. for the time, it was so much better than it. Because you know, TV is not what it used to be, and if you had any type of special effects on TV, it was just trash garbage. Yeah, and, I mean, it was it was like wild, even in the two thousands, <laughs> that you would you be would spending be more than a million dollars on an episode of television, right? <laughs> like it was not a thing that was not. It's so nineteen ninety five, like even getting close to a million dollars for an episode of television would have been unheard of. Yeah, and the CGI was like really. It was as good as you could find outside of a movie theater. Um, for it, like ten thousand dollars an episode, right? Yeah, like, still, like <laughs> it's still decent. Like you yeah. can follow everything. Thing and like you get what they're going for and it there's some cool aspects but yeah i could probably do everything on adobe like after effects with it now but yeah. that's I mean, again it's almost 30 years so you should yeah be well and to well, me there's, there's something, something really good like, about like there's an era of uh cgi kind of right before like the phantom menace i was saying it's kind of the breaking point of a thing before that where because, because of the restraints of how it was going to look because it's going to look like shit I feel like people got more, more creative, creative and there are just some like, ex you just kind of accept that this part is a cartoon or like you just kind of like, they just make it a little weirder or like there's something about it where I don't want it to look better. Like I want it to look like that because that's what it's supposed to look like. That's like, like I would never change like the CGI in like any of the Stargate shows, right? Like that would be like, there's something about that that is so specific and good or even like Star Trek. Special effects in Star Trek where I'm like, don't ever go back and fix this. Do not George Lucas this shit and go back and make it whatever yeah. you want. It's just the simplicity of it and of its time and just, that, yeah. you know. And it's part of the whole. It's part of the aesthetic of the whole thing. Like, they made it to look like the best that they could make it and what they wanted to make it look like. Which very much sounds like, I feel like I sound like, you should always listen to music on vinyl because that's how it's supposed to be watched. But, like, for a visual medium, I think there is something really neat cool about that era of like we know we can't make it super realistic so how can we just like did make it as realistic as possible that was the thing that was yeah. one of like, the first that actually tried and i mean at the wow. time i think it succeeded exactly like that i'd love you, to you see there's that. gotta be some nerd out there who's like remastered it and made it like a like the way quarter crew or whatever goes back and makes you know because you could do that pretty easily i would think to make it look really good or at least pretty good that's your new passion. And I think it would fit right in. I think it would fit right into the show because like the the spe the uh, like actual sets and stuff look really good. The practical stuff. Because it's like a serious show, right? Like it's a yeah. it's a 
yeah, very like real sci-fi realistic like, like grounded rooted yeah. kind of show yeah, it's yeah. not like uh star wars it's not science fiction it's just a space right. opera. Like, it's, it's more it's more close to sci-fi you know right more close to uh like the expanse than yes to yes very close star to Trek, a lot yeah, more yeah, yeah, like yeah. the expanse not not quite to that level of realism but as close as you'll get uh in 95 for 28 years ago yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it still looks better than something like Spawn, so. <laughs> but that's a low bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's uh, good for them. Um, I, I went on uh, our friend Cam Sully's Jacked Up review show. He's been on uh, Action Movie Book Club before and yeah. done a number of things with him. That'll come out, and I, I don't know, he has a weird release schedule where okay. you, like, record okay. it, and then, like, it comes out, like, two months later after I've forgotten <laughs> Look <laughs> forward to that one, and then yeah. when it does come out, we can we can mention it again. And he likes comic books, and he's he was saying that there are like sequel comic books out there, uh, so he might uh, come on and maybe talk about I, yeah. something mm-hmm. along those lines. Because I'm open. We also to talked that. Firefly, and there's obviously a bunch of Firefly there. comics Which out I there. I have not read. Me either. Um, but we might do uh, an episode of. Stuff like that, where it's like uh, yeah. TV shows that were canceled or movies, or, you know, that that didn't get sequels, there are so many. Uh, lived on and were finished up the story in a comic book form. So I mean, there's things like Ghostbusters and Adventure like Time that. and like, like all uh, kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be, be a fun episode. I think. I yeah, I agree. I think that could be that could be a really fun crossover and also just like a fun kind of. If we get tired of superheroes for a minute, minute, we can, like, hop over. over. Yeah. Well, I don't want this just to be, like, uh, like starting off with, you know, the bigs and the bases. Um, But it's not just going to be DC, Marvel, like, the stuff, you know. I want to get a saga. Yeah, I want to get a saga. I want to do, like, Maniac of New York. uh, Why the Last Man. Not all robots. Why the Last Man. I mean, I want to – I have a lot of – I, things I want to get into that are not necessarily as mainstream. I mean, Berserker, like the Keanu Reeves. Tank Girl. Tank Girl. Tank, tank Girl. girl. We're going to do Tank yeah. Girl. Oh, my God. That's that's my – that was my was first, first – oh, my – oh, I love Tank Girl. Yeah, we're going to do Tank Girl. Um, that's your yeah. aesthetic, big time. Look, that's <laughs> – <laughs> Tank Girl was my personality before Harley Quinn was my personality before Jennifer Check was my personality. <laughs> that tracks completely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no surprises for anyone. Um, surprises abound, though, because I still like Superman. Man. Um, uh, well, uh, I, let's. Uh, you want to get into it then? Yeah, let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about some All Star Superman. Oh. So we are doing episodes seven, eight, and nine today. Uh, we get to cover some bizarro stuff, which was, was very exciting to me because I did not know, like, I, I think I mentioned this last episode. I only know bizarro from like C-Lab 2021. So I wanted to like understand. You've been watching Seinfeld. You said, uh, they taught, he's a big fan of Superman and they have like a whole bizarro episode. Do they really? Yeah, I haven't got like, to that one yet. Where Elaine like meets Bizarro Jerry, and like it's it's his apartment and his <laughs> friends, but they're all like really nice and like they read <laughs> charity and stuff. I love that so much. So much. I, I, all right, well, I gotta get back on my Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, you'll enjoy that episode, and it'll make even more sense with especially uh, now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that you're all up on the actual where it's coming that from. I actually know. Yeah. And um so I had a I had a big brain epiphany this morning when I was thinking about Superman. Oh boy. Um and I <laughs> hope that it's not just a uh, a result of waking and baking. I think it actually is really so. 
I feel but, like uh, Superman is the straight man to the heightened world of the of Earth that we are presented in the comic books, right? He is actually, like, the reason why I think he comes off as boring is because you don't put him in the context of the world that he's in. And the way they write the world in this comic, and I assume it, it matches the vibe of a lot of other Superman, like, the people he's facing against are buck wild, funny, hilarious, like, <laughs> The most wild shit is happening in the world around him. And so his kind of, like, even killedness is the perfect balance. And then when he's Clark, that's when he leans into the goofiness in the world around him. And he is slapstick. And you see, like, visuals of him doing, like, really comedic, clowny things. And it fits in perfectly with the world around him. Because that's your clue that the world around him is it's this weird, goofy place. And so Superman, by default, as that character, like, the place he is in the narrative is he has to be this kind of very calm, very neutral, very, like, straight man character who's just like, I gotta fix stuff, I gotta go, I don't have time to ask questions about it, I don't have time to, like, like think about whether this makes sense or not. And, like, the fact that obviously... Clark and Superman are the same person shows the reason why he is so in love with Earth and so wildly obsessed with saving humans because he sees so much of himself in them that, like, he can seamlessly become Clark and heighten and become this kind of clown version, right, of, like, his more neutral self, I guess we think, which is this so more stoic Kryptonian person. And I just, like, that was, like, my big brain moment of, like, that's why Superman gives a shit about humans, because he sees so much of himself, and he, he gets to be himself all of the way, whereas in on Krypton, like, Clark would never get to come out. He'd never get to be Clark, right? So yeah, that was my that. big brain moment about Superman. Yeah, I think that, I think that works. I like the thought right? of him as the straight man. Like, yeah. Really well. Yeah. And he kind of has to be, because... I, I think that's pretty... Pretty spot on. Well done. Yeah, yeah, and like it's it's the it's world needs a straight man, right? Like it needs yeah. him to do that. To do that. No, no. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. this plant because apparently, did you know, spider plants, which is that plant there, um, apparently are LSD for cats, and so he bit it once and took a nap, and now he's always trying to bite it. <laughs> oh wow, he's just good for that fix. I know, and I'm kind of like, you know, I get it, but also like, no, you can't. You're two years old. Um, <laughs> not until you're uh, like yeah, eight. You gotta be eighteen. Yeah, yeah, I won't. My dog can't uh, drink till she's twenty-one. So yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah. So that but was you, my. You do need a. You do need a straight man. I mean, if if you look you at do. like something like uh, like Thor Ragnarok worked really well. Uh, the new one didn't. There wasn't really a straight man. They were all yeah. just like. Cracking jokes, make, being silly, being stupid. It's like you kind of need you need a straight straight. You need man. that grounding. You need someone to make the ridiculous bounce off and seem ridiculous. If everyone's the same level of ridiculous, then nothing yeah. ridiculous anymore. Exactly. You gotta yeah. have that. And like it's that. just like, and it's not you know that's not a, a flat rule all well, of the well, time. Obviously, there are moments when well, super kind of funny, kind of whatever. But like that was really what clicked for me not only in terms of the narrative structure of understanding you know how superman fits into and like what is the purpose of him as a character but then also in the actual character uh uh part of like this is why he's so dedicated to earth 
And that helped me understand more of kind of, it, it, it makes more sense once you've gotten to episode nine, which we'll get to. Um, and we meet some other Kryptonians, right? And the way that they sort of see Earth and people and why Superman is different than that. And it's this, this like understanding of and appreciation for the buck wild old buffoonery of Earth. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, Earth is just a fucking mess. And like I and I love it and he loves it. And it just like, yeah. So that made me really, really like Superman a lot more. Um, and I'm interested to read other people's versions of him to see how often that like kind of sticks. Like how often that theme is is accurate. Yeah, I think it is, uh, for the yeah. most part. Like as you said, obviously nothing's hundred percent, but <laughs> that, that tracks. Yeah, well, I uh, took more took than one English class in college. college so. so, all right, all right, so. <laughs> all right, so let's get into it. Um, our first episode is episode seven, being Bizarro. Um, and to my chagrin, this is not a um first introduction of Bizarro. We are actually coming in when they already know they exist, but they still do a really good job of explaining like what Bizarro is and kind of how it, how it works. So I still enjoyed it. Um, satisfied my, my itches. So we've got the P-R-O-J-E-C-T project up in space. They're having a difficulty. There's a big weird creature that looks like a cephalopod and I fucking hate cephalopods. Uh, and it's fighting Superman out in space. We get some beautiful panels without any dialogue. I'm really starting to dig when that happens. Um, an element of comic books that is so unique. Uh, Superman's flying away from the creature. He thinks he's got it. He thinks he's out. And then he gets tackled by some great gloopy guys. And then he's, he's oh God, he's flying through space. And he's getting tackled by these great gloopy guys. And then we see a big square Borg-ass Earth. Yeah, very Borg-like. Very Borg cube. Very Borg cube. And we also like, you know, the function of uh, Bizarro as kind of like, one large entity is very Borg-like. It's but it's like the goofiest Borg. <laughs> like, what if Borg but silly little guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, wait. The way that they those little like weird like, pale with like sunken eyes, whatever. Yeah. The way they look. So I'm gonna do it back. That show again, Space Above oh, Me On. You never yeah. see what they look like until like the last episode. They look a lot like that. Really? Oh, they're like helmets and armor and everything. Ooh, that could be more pronounced, but it's very similar. Where they're like, like yeah, that That's reminds weird, me a lot weird. of that. Yeah, that's like in like in a in a real world, like on you know on the page when it's a cartoon. They're they're not not threatening, but they're also not like they're more disarming and kind of like, ooh, Ooh, I don't like this. Um, That's mostly because I don't like things that don't have eyes. Like, I don't... It's like Uncanny Valley. Like, they're close enough where it's, but not quite, and it's just almost upsetting. Choose one. Go one way or the other. Um, And so uh, we have, uh, we're back in Metropolis. There is a party at the Daily Planet. Um, We've got some great outfits. I really love the variety of pink and red that <laughs> the women are wearing. Um, and suddenly something, something smashes to the ground outside. We've got spooky little gray guys running around, but the party is like still raging. Right. They're still having a great time until Johnny, her boy, um, um, wait, Franklin, Franklin, 
I'm so bad at names. Who? Who who are we talking about? Superman's best friend. Oh, uh, Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy. Jimmy. I was right the first time. Johnny was what I said. Oh, my God. I'm so bad at names. Why? I love doing being the one that gives the recap, but also, like, I'm so bad at names. Okay. It's fine. Got this. Um, Deep breath. It's fine. I got to get back in my groove. Basically, uh, he's seen outside that this has happened because he's always the one who sees he's always the one that's what's going on. And one of the great goofy guys comes in and then just find out what they do. Uh, they grab one of the party goers and then kind of recreate them, like slowly turn in to that person. Uh, but they can only speak, they speak exactly opposite of what they mean. Which yes. is one of the most it's our world. Everything's opposite. <laughs> one of the most so stupid things. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And I really actually like the way they do this do it in this um series because they like kind of lean into the fact that it's like, yeah, no, we know this sucks. <laughs> like it's hard to understand, understand what's happening. Um, yeah. So they are taking, taking over, over. Uh, and we, this we is what we learned, Bizarro's are, are, you know, you know they're, they're, they're chameleon-like creatures that take over the physical body embodiment of a person, um, but they can only speak backwards. They're the Bizarro version, they're the opposite version, uh, and then they cause chaos and take over. Uh, but we've got one guy who is immune. He can't, like, the Bizarro touched him, but didn't didn't do its thing, didn't see his essence or anything. So he's like, well, I'm important. You know, it's you know, very uh, uh, clear he's got he's to gotta go and donate his, his plasma or whatever. You know, he knows he's important. Yeah. So. It's like uh, Ali, Last of Us. Yeah, it is. It is. That's, I thought that too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're the only one who wants. But this guy's like, yeah, yeah, and chop me up and whatever. Do your thing. Um, I don't think he says that. But that's the vibe. Chop me up, do your thing. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I sacrifice one for the, for the many. I'm spot. You know, like, he's chill. Uh, <laughs> that's my impression. That's pretty good. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> um, and then we get then we get Bizarro Superman, um, because he did Superman did get hit, you know, by one of them on the way down, and so that one is Bizarro Superman. Um, me and be friends. He's not. That's not. He he actually means he's there to be your enemy. Yes. Um, and so we jump right in. What I enjoy is that the pacing of this continues to be excellent and that like very quickly, just a few pages, we know what the Bizarros do. We know what danger they pose. We know there's a Superman one. Now Superman and him are fighting in the street and they're trying to get kids out of the way and save the day. And it's like no must, no fuss, no filler. Like we're right into what the story is, which is Superman's got to fight the Bizarros. Um, and uh Superman's trying to figure out what they want. Why are you here? here? Deal. Deal. What, what, do, it. do it. Oh, also, it's, also, it's Christmas time. Uh, which is which not is that important, important that, that Jimmy has a, a whole fucking blimp that says Happy Holidays that he just had on retainer in case he needed to impress a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and so the nope with, her, with her banners and signs. Yeah, yeah. The quickest way to a woman's heart is a blimp. Oh, yeah. You, you, everyone knows that. I mean, everyone knows that. The larger the sign, the better. Yeah, that's love um, 101. Yeah, that's the first thing you learn. Uh, your first heartbreak is when a blimp pops. The Lindenberg, everyone's first. Yeah, yeah, Hindenburg was, yeah, that was, uh, it was really the end of love. 
That was the end of love right there. And we've always just been trying to get back to that pre-Hindenburg day. <laughs> Woo. Um, so we have the, 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 the crew of the Daily Planet running up to the top of the building to hop onto the emergency blimp. And uh, Bizarro Superman's like, well, I'm going to, uh, we, we got to get, we got to get those people. The Bizarros are capturing them. And so, uh, so Jimmy's got to call Project. He's old to Project. He's calling them. And Raymond Jacket guy is like, look, we are literally battling this huge thing coming towards Earth and it's taking over. And he basically explains the Bizarros. And like, Jimmy's like, yeah, I fucking know. That's why I'm calling. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he's up with it. He knows. He knows what's going on. Limp, and the Bizarros are like climbing over each other in a very like zombie pile esque struggle to get to the blimp. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. That's why I'm calling you. Like, they're already here. They're on. They're in Metropolis. Like, they're past the moon, baby. Like, where it's time to go. It's not the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, luckily, Superman is able to get the blimp and move it away into a, a snowy mountain. Um, and Lois Lane is in the blimp. And so this became confusing to me. And I'm hoping that you understood it. Because from the next panels, it doesn't seem like Superman knows that, super, or that, that Lois knows that Superman is part Kent. Like, she's not, in the rest of this, she's not aware of it. She keeps, like, kind of mentioning, and it might be because they're in public. Yeah, I think she's just keeping up the facade because there's people around, I think. That's, yeah. It is possible that this story is, uh, like, not chronological. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. But I think she's just, like, going along with the the ruse. Okay. Okay. That, you know what? I'll buy it because it's a uh, fucking comic book. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I don't need a lot to suspend my disbelief, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but again, like, it, we'll probably, it's either that or we'll have a good reason for it oh, later on. Because again, as, as I've said to death, Grant Morrison's a good writer, so. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason yeah. for everything that's happening. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so we find out that uh, Bizarro <laughs> Superman is, of course, um, powered by the red sun since superman is powered by the yellow sun sure um, because the way the light works you, you can like as the as the sun is moving through the atmosphere and you see you know sunset's gonna have a little more red light so he's able so superman bizarre superman is able to like get powered by kind of following that and jimmy has the great idea of like well if we had a giant space mirror we could direct the yellow light at bizarro superman and then we could beat him and superman's like uh yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> big mirror mirror yep it's obviously the answer to our problems giant mirror <laughs> it's in one of those moments, moments where you're like, like oh he really he does love and respect me olsen like he really does love and respect him like they're yeah, best friends, best friends. <laughs> i kind of thought you were you joking because there was an in joke about that that like no. superman doesn't like jimmy no they're like, best friends they're best. They're legitimately full-on best friends, and I like that. Makes me so warm. Like, like yeah, they're, they're just they're just buds. Like they're they're, 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 they're just like, yeah. And not even Clark and Jimmy. No, they're they're like they're yeah. co-workers. I mean, well, that's just like that's Jimmy Olsen. He saw like a man comes down from the sky who's like super powered, and his first yeah. thought is, "I'm gonna be friends with that guy." I I want that guy as my. That's friend. like that's just Jimmy yeah. Olsen. That's how his brain works. He seems just, like, like he needs he's a just friend. Just like a happy smile. Puppy. He's like, yeah, 
Yeah, let's let's. I, I a little puppy. In friends? Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Rub my belly. <laughs> give me give me a watch where I can call you anytime, yeah. anywhere, please, all the time. Please. Huh? Please. Yeah. And Superman's like, hell yeah, buddy. Yeah, he's all for it. He's <laughs> like, call me anytime. He's like, you're great. I like this. This is great. <laughs> Humans are neat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um. So he does save, you know, as always, saves Jimmy. So it's like, Jimmy, yes, great idea. Oh, sorry, they're not trying to point it at um at Bizarro Superman. They're trying to point it at the actual, the actual like, board or the, the big square Bizarro Earth. Right. And this is where we learn that actually it is so much the board because each individual Bizarro on Earth is linked and is part of the same organism as the big giant Bizarro Earth. And that Bizarro Earth is a world eater. And it's trying to fully just like suck all of the essence via each of its individual little um, to become the bizarre earth and then like destroy and absorb real earth, which is yeah. such a- the opposite of uh, uh, a round earth is just yeah. a, is a square earth, which is so great. And it's also like if you look at the, um, the few angles we get at it, it's also more land than water. So another little like opposite. Like they did a really good job with. I didn't even notice that. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and so you know, Superman is like, great. I'm gonna go. You know, you know use. use uh, I think there's, a, there's a satellite that he can use because of course there is. Um, and he rushes off onto the Bizarro planet to, uh, you know, prepare, like, get there and kind of suss it out and figure out kind of the best place to hit it so that they can destroy it and save the Earth. Um, and so he lands on the planet. It's some pretty, some pretty cool images. Um, and all of the, like, they hit the planet. Oh, that's right. Okay. Sorry. I love, I love being really prepared. Being really prepared. So, um, flies off to the planet, uh, and they, and they're, they're pointing the thing at it. They're pointing the, the red or the, the yellow sun at it and it gets hit and it is now hurt. And all of the bizarros on the moon and all of the bizarros on Earth immediately like shrivel up and die. It's that perfect kind of like kill the big one, you kill all the little ones. Yeah, yeah um, the mother shit they, and everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then they and then they turn into like ash and blow away. Like there's aren't they aren't even bodies. Um, but we realized that Superman like was still on that planet, and that the planet, because it's a living being, is now sinking back into the underverse. Um, because it's it's retreating because it's like ow that hurt how dare you and it's, you know, retreating, and it's retreating Superman's still on it and that is uh, uh, when we have Superman we get to get on Zero which is just deliciously creepy it's got like a red dark sky it's all broken because it's like it's still trying to build right like it's not done and it's so creepy I really like it yeah it's nice aesthetic yeah. And then we meet um, a bizarro Superman that is on the planet that was actually born there and doesn't speak opposite, right? Like he's actually, he's the next evolution. He's, he's, he's actually telling it like he can speak forward, right? He can speak correctly, I guess, whatever. Um, and Superman's like, how, how the hell, like, what are you, what are you talking about? Um, 
I got ahead of myself. So, so he meets the Superman that's like, no, like I'm a good guy. I'm gonna take you to, the, to this guy, and he sees he meets. <laughs> love this image. He meets this almost human, like almost no longer Bizarro, um, and he's the and he's like, he says, call me Zibaro. Yeah, that's yeah. I I I don't know what that is. <laughs> So this is the like, so that's the end of yeah. that episode, and it's the next like kind of evolution, right? It's this guy who is closer to human than than any of the other Bizarros have gotten, and his name is Zabaro. And I did think about Sabaro the whole time. Yeah, I was yeah. very like, yes, absolutely, airport pizza, let's go. Yeah, yeah, crap pizza, please. Yeah, but I actually okay. So then go to episode eight us do opposite so the last episode was was a great setup to the whole bizarro thing and we get the like the setup i i actually really like the way that we've been doing these in three series but they are, have been pretty good setups and payoffs although they kind of come more in twos but um so this setup of like this thing is going to retreat and we get to the real story which is superman kind of like going on this journey of understanding the humanity of something that he had just in the last episode seems like strictly monstrous. Yeah. Because he means, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like he, he's always, uh, he doesn't want to kill anything, you know, like yeah. most superheroes are like, we don't want to kill other humans, but when it's like an alien or a monster, you know, all bets yeah. are off. It's fine. But he's kind of, can kind of keeps those rules throughout. It's just anything living. Again, like, it's that very sort of, like, like, specific, narrow, like, straight man, which he has to play in the whole universe, because shit like this is happening, and someone has to be the character, or the, the, the like, the person that's, like, wh why, we don't have to kill everything, like, let's just take a second here, let's, like, let's take a breather, let's figure out what's going on. It's actually kind of interesting, where, because people from Earth, you know, they value humans over, they don't really care about aliens. You know, but he's not really just of Earth. He's like a man of the universe. You know, yeah, so that logic to every creature, not just right. not just humans. I like that man of the universe, the universe too because he is an alien, but he also doesn't have another homeworld. He has been dispersed. Like he is, there is no like go home to where you came from. That doesn't exist anymore, and so he kind of has to see the universe as equal. He's a refugee. He's, he's an immigrant. Yeah, he is a refugee and an immigrant. All American Superman. Yep. Oh, why do I like him so much? Okay. Um. <laughs> I, I want to do Superman Red Son too. That's okay. Not there, but that's so great. Where he he lands in in the Soviet Union instead of instead of Kansas. Oh, so oh, book, book. yeah, yeah, it's so great. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Batman's yeah, trying to kill fun. him, but he's not really Batman. He's just like a crazy person. <laughs> So which, 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 which like, young Batman is, is just crazy yeah. money. Yeah. So, like, just this loose unit out to get him. It's <laughs> fantastic. Okay, yeah, we'll put we'll, that on the list. We'll, um, so this next, this next uh, episode really kind of covers basically one big story, and that is Superman needs to get off this bizarre world before it goes to the underworld. And he also needs to stop it from uh, uh, it's pulling, pulling Earth down, down with it because it's <laughs> submerging into the underverse too close to Earth. And so he has to like convince, he has to get off the Bizarro planet, but he also has to stop it from like bringing Earth down with it. So we have these two high stakes situations. And 
the solution for this is that he has to work with Zabaro and the like not evil Pizarro's that have like kind of evolved a little closer. So we have one Pizarro Superman and then we have Zabaro um, to get all the Pizarro's to follow instructions and build him a rocket out of trash. <laughs> <laughs> I the most Looney Tunes Loon. fucking plot, but it's played yeah. so totally straight. Totally straight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so Superman cracks the code of how to get the Bizarros to work together, and he just starts speaking opposite of what he means, and then he. And then it works. And then Bizarro, Superman, and Zabaro are both like, well, I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, it's so good. Like, he's just like, it's such a, and this plays out, like, it actually is paced pretty slowly, this episode, which I really like because we get a lot of time of just Superman, like, walking through trying to teach these little Bizarros how to build a rocket out of trash. <laughs> So that he can escape the gravity, because the gravity is getting more and more as it like falls into the underverse, and he can't, he can't fly. But he's all sweaty because everything's getting heavier and heavier. Um, and they're making this trash, uh, trash rocket, and uh, Bizarro Superman is like absolutely convinced it won't work. Um, there's no way that they can make it happen, and Superman's like, we have to. Um, we're almost done, but all I need is like some heat to light the the ignition and I'll be able to get out of here. And so we get the last minute rise of the of the superheroes, the bizarro superheroes that Bizarro Earth has birthed. And so we have this like weird bizarro green lantern who has like a power ring that can make um uh uh can make anything that he thinks of real. Um, but he doesn't, he only ever thinks of, of nothing. Like he can't think of anything. So that's what Bizarro's answer is. They're all just like dumb. Yeah. And like the flash is so slow that his voice reaches you, reaches him, like reaches you after he does. Like he's moving, moving so slow. And like, he's so, um, oh my God. I, I love it. And then, <laughs> um, Bizarro's Batman was shot dead by his parents, so he's, he's dead. There just isn't one. Well, that's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, is that he just... His parents shot him. And then you have Bizarro Wonder Woman, um, who is just a clay statue of, like, an Amazonian, but, like, not, like, a, just a frumpy clay statue. Um, and that's <laughs> she's really bad. Yeah, I don't know why that's the opposite. Like, she she looks like a cartoon, like angry wife with a rolling pin. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 with like a one curler on the top of her hair. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't get it, but fine, sure. But like, you know what? You're having your fun. Um, yeah, that one is like the one that's that's. She's an ugly, cheap clay statue. Is the difference between is like opposite Wonder Woman. Um, where I think opposite Wonder Woman would, would be like a really good lying lawyer. You know what I mean? Like that would be like somebody who just lies. Wouldn't it just be like a a, a tiny little man? Like yeah, on <laughs> Amazon they're supposed to be like big, large, like strong, great yeah. like, yeah, like small nerdy man. Yeah, <laughs> it would just, be Jimmy yeah, Olsen. 
Jimmy Olsen is the opposite of Wonder Woman. Oh, what if it was just Jimmy Olsen? <laughs> Did he had come to terms with it? Not even like a bizarro version. It's literally yeah, Jim, yeah. Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, it's just like, we won't, we're not going to tell him about this one. We get it, we get it, we get it. Anyways, how can I help? <laughs> oh my God. That, yeah, that would have been oh, ideal. Okay. Um, so they're, they're, they're going to help him. He's, 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 he's working. Superman is like running out of the ability, the ability to do something because he, he is, is gravity's hitting so, 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 so crushing him. And while he's like trying to get the last bit of kindling under this trash rocket to launch him off this planet, they decide they need to sing their national anthem. And it's just a full page and a half of just like, what is this? of the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> and it's like, by no rockets, blue shade. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no say, no, am, no see, dumb. by, our, am, nights, early, dark. What? <laughs> so dumb. And then, like, in, in, you, you see in the background the, like, weird, green, bizarre Superman. Like, he's got his arms up above his head, and then he's out. He's, like, doing a whole Ava Perone, like, don't cry for me Argentina performance while they, like, put a crown on him. And <laughs> they're, like, this proudest moment in Bizarro history. The best they've ever done. This is the peak of their culture and their society. And, like, this is their... <laughs> big moment and superman is literally bleeding out of his eyes on the ground like please please lunatics just get it together please um and they're just singing oh wait hold on my cat pressed a button and now i can't hear you have i been muted god i can hear you there we go okay we're good yeah she she walked across the keyboard and muted you she had, she'd have enough of me. <laughs> yeah, she was like, stop, it's time for food. See, this is what happens when we record my husband's on here to distract the cats. Um, all right, so at the end, uh, they finally, like, they drag Superman, barely get him, Zabaro barely gets him strapped onto the outside of the rocket. <laughs> That's all they can do. Um, and... At this point, Zabaro has brought up the point that, like, uh, hey, I noticed your rocket only has one uh, one seat. Um, the deal with that, like, I don't, I, I have lived this whole, there's this understory of, like, Zabaro has lived his entire life without any anyone to talk to. Because the Bizarros are all just, like, mindless blobs, right? And he's starved for intellectual conversation and, like, stimulation. So he just assumes that Superman's going to, like, help him escape literal hell of being conscious yeah not having anywhere to share that consciousness which is a fucking heavy thing to bring up yeah a little bit <laughs> like the weight and responsibility of consciousness um okay superman like fuck <laughs> um but superman ends up telling him that like there's the thing you are proof that the bizarro like a uh, creature like this entity is learning and is growing and if you leave then there's no you know reinforcing there's no one to meet the next you right like as you keep evolving like you are basically like you are this beautiful speck of creation and to leave this place where you grew would be you know antithesis of creating more of you and it's like really heavy yeah. and it's beautiful. on you to like basically yeah. bring the, bring this place forward <laughs> 
Right. Like if you leave, then they're all lost. And like that, yeah. unfortunately, that is like the other burden of consciousness. Yeah. Is like, it's like now you're you- Neo, you're the special, you're the most special yeah. boy. You're un- unfortunately you are the chosen Bizarro. So. The specialist of the special boys. He is just the most special, unmountable snowflake. Um, but it's really beautiful because Zabaro like agrees. He's like, you know what? You're right. And and Superman's like, hey, you're my friend. And Zabaro's like, I've never called that. And it's really beautiful. And then Zabaro Flash is like, I have a secret. I don't have a secret weapon. And he's got a match, and he's gonna walk. Really slow. <laughs> He's gonna get the match. And he sits there, and all we need is one little. He hands it over to Zabaro, and Zabaro at that moment is like, "No one's ever called me a friend." And he sighs a sigh of like contentment and understanding, and he blows out the match. Idiot. <laughs> That's what you get for having feelings. Yep, exactly. That's the lesson I got from this. It's so funny. It's so funny. Um, And so then they have to go back to uh, uh, plan A, which is some kind of other. I don't understand what they actually start. Like they they start a fire. They get him off the planet and uh, and the day is saved. Um, The bizarro planet sinks into the underverse. Uh, we assume Zamaro, you know, goes on writing poetry in the dirt for the wind to sweep away into an eternity of not being understood. Yeah, or um, never. <laughs> I mean, it's really, like, it's such a funny amount of, like, the, it's, a, it's a very goofy episode. I also love that they're actually called episodes because I'm so much more used to talking about TV, yeah. so it's, like, really uh, it is weird, uh, but I, I liked it. I know it's good. I have to remember to call them issues at some point. But they're labeled episodes here. I know so I almost corrected you right when you said episode at the beginning. I was like, oh, actually, yeah, that that is what this is for some reason. Right, and I'm allowed to say it. Um, but yeah, I really, I really like this one. I like that it dealt with like both these really heavy philosophical ideas about consciousness and responsibility, but also was such a like fucking hilarious sitcom like oh gotta figure out how to figure tell everyone the opposite of what i want them to do build a trash rocket <laughs> i'm really glad you enjoyed this because i hate all the bizarro stuff really the the way that they t- it just it grates yeah, me yes yes it bothers me i'm just like oh god stop it just I, bu- yeah. it it annoys me in a, a very special way i just i can't stand it the thing is that I'm I'm very confident in my ability to read English, right? Like, I do it a lot. I spend a lot of time looking at English words on a page and being like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know what that means. So when I'm confronted so jarringly with a pile of English words that don't make any sense to me, very upsetting, and I don't enjoy it. Yeah, I just, I just, uh, just something about it. I've never enjoyed it. They always, it always bothers me. They're always so dumb and it's just annoying to figure out what's going on, and uh, it bugs me. <laughs> yeah, I think that, like, because there's only, only two, two issues, issues in this set of 12 that is has Bizarro in it, at least so far, uh, the, yeah, the little, it, like, the little moment of the absurdity of it was enjoyable for me, but I also skipped over a lot of what they were saying. Like, yeah. I just waited for, I knew that I would get it from context clues, you know what I mean? <laughs> I also thought we were kind of brushing past that because they did, like, a tiny little Bizarro thing earlier. Right. 
okay, it was kind of like with the Spider-Man when they, they kind of brushed over the clone saga just really yeah. quick. I was like, okay, good. That's that's what they're going to do. They, they touched on Bizarro, but we're not going to really deal with it. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I got two. No, no, no. no. Oh, more. I this. At least the story they were telling was interesting, right? It was, it was like, goofy, goofy. haha, it's funny because they're opposite, but there was also this, like, the Zabaro story. Surprisingly. Yeah. No, it was done well. It's just something yeah. I personally, am, I just, I, yeah. it doesn't, I just don't like it. Like, I wouldn't want to read all of this. Awesome, but it just for whatever reason it just yeah. isn't isn't my cup of tea. Yeah, in theory, I like it because the the possibilities for like the the sight gags that you can do with like what's the opposite, but it's not. I don't. I, I totally understand not enjoying it as a whole plot point on its own because the joke gets old really fucking fast. Yeah. And like, I've also and, seen much more of it, obviously, than yeah. you have. Like this is one of the first real uh, like experiences for you of it. Yeah. So this is I, my introduction. I, yeah, I would I could see enjoying it if this was one of the first times I've ever seen it. Yeah. Um, totally. but I'm just like, I get it, man. <laughs> I, I, we've done this before. I I'm, I got it. Get it. I also think that the <laughs> the one on the bizarro planet would not work if it weren't for Zibaro because I could not fucking read an entire because Zibaro speaks correctly, right? Like he has the same cadence of the Bizarros, but he's saying the right words. So it's much easier to read that. And you have less of the like just an entire conversation in Bizarro, which hurts my brain. I also get stuck on the what they consider opposite. Yeah. Cause it's, it's yeah. so arbitrary. It's just it's really what, arbitrary. Like, like uh, and I get stuck on things like that, and it bugs me. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, or like one, why one thing is opposite, but then the other thing is the same. Like where it's I, very arbitrary. There's there's no internal logic, no. and that's really frustrating. Yeah, like that should be something I find endlessly entertaining, but for some reason, I don't know. It bugs me. Yeah. Part of it's just the the way that regular bizarro superman looks he just looks like a like a caveman just idiot it's just, yeah, i don't yeah. like the way he looks appealing. bugs me yeah and i don't like all that gray um but you know if this, this is, is the, the only, only bizarro, bizarro we really get into i mean it better be we only have 12 issues total so if they're gonna do more than two of them on that that's a mistake then we'll be mad opinion, yeah uh, <laughs> the next one does not have any bizarros in it although it does have Altered Superman's in it. That I'm okay with. Which was interesting. I felt like I'm going to say this is the weakest one of all of them so far. And I'm including the first three I didn't like as much. Because looking back, I like actually really like it now. Um, I felt like this one, like, it kind of, it went a little too fast. Um, I, you know, but I still enjoyed it. Um, we're on Curse of the Replacement Superman. It's also like the three we did last last week were just so good They're so good those yeah. were incredible like, yeah I those mean, are hard I mean, to talk it's hard to do anything like to follow that let alone yeah. the thing i like the least <laughs> yeah i also think that like you know it's, it's it, the bar at this point is like if this is the worst one that is in this whole collection then we did well like yeah, none of it's it's not bad they they, they yeah. did a good job it's just something i don't like like it's just not, yeah, and I just like this like they did a good job. Like it was good storytelling. Yeah. Like I see the appeal of it. It's just not for me, and that's that's okay. Not everything has to be for me. Exactly. Um. So, but we're gonna you know we're gonna give it its due. 
So Superman, um, we open with Superman crashing down on a circus tent that's being built. Um, I love that the uh, carnival circus workers are very representative of actual circus workers. Like we've got one guy with a green mohawk. We've got one like kind of balding guy who's just got like a hell of a mustache. Like it's really good. It's very clear that like this person. Presentation. They've been to a real carnival. They've been to a real circus. You know what I mean? Um, and I love that. And so uh, Superman's back and he's like, oh, I really hope that I am back in time to like, you know, fix all the, the stuff that the Bizarros did. Oh, man. And he flies to Metropolis and he sees all of this. It's all repaired. And then it's all covered in like Kryptonian uh, 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 architecture. Sure. So there are all these spires. These yeah, these spires, like, on top of the building. Spires. Like, uh, and he's like, like the, uh, Fortress of Solitude type aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what the Caesar's hell? ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, okay, so this is where I really get confused about, um, I think, Clark Kent. And, uh, like, this one is where Lois, like, really doesn't seem to know that Clark Kent and Superman are the same. Because Clark Kent shows up. And yeah, and his boss is like, great, Caesar's ghost, which is just fucking hilarious. And we find out that he's been gone for two whole months. And he walks in and uh, time dilation or something with it. So, oh, this is a little confusing because so he walks in and he's like, um, fortunately, Superman heard my cries for help because I was like, I was locked in in the bathroom. Yeah, I was trapped in the bathroom. I had three unopened Thanksgiving baskets, and so I survived for two months in my bathroom. My name is Clark Kent, and Superman heard his cries for help. And Lois responds, Superman's alive? I knew it. And I can't tell if she's realizing that because he said Superman, or because obviously his kids are locked into the room, she knew. But the fact that she doesn't act like, oh my god, my boyfriend is alive. I mean, she's got to be playing along, because again, she's kind of in public, you know? Yeah, but like it just like the I I would have loved even if they a cutaway cut panel, panel close up in internal log, maybe hear wedding eyes. Oh my god! Thought oh, bubble oh. of like okay, I gotta like play it. Of yeah, like some kind of information because for her, if, if this is the timeline where she knows, right? Her boyfriend's been gone for two fucking even if she doesn't know, two months he's been gone. So like, are they dating? I don't know. Um, anyways, she's worried and wants to know if he can see the fact that there are Earth's new champions. There are two Kryptonians. We get a great double page spread, which is so much nicer uh, to read when you have a college set not to give you panel by panel and you can actually see the whole thing. Um, and they uh, are kind of carving. They're saving Earth, but they're doing it, we learn right away, to create a new Krypton. They're like, fuck this place. Like, we're, we don't care. Humans are whatever. We're going to make our yeah. because Kryptonians are the best. Basically, um, terrible. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're very much, very much in colonialism, colonialism to 11. Um, they're very much uh, uh, not actually heroes at this point in their takeover. They're repairing things and they're saving people. So it looks like they're heroes. Superman is like, what the fuck is your deal? Um, and they are just completely, they really pull. <laughs> the woman's like, he runs up and they're like, hey, do you need any help? And the woman's like, did you hear something? Must have been the wind. <laughs> yeah, they're basically wasps. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're gentrifiers. Like, they are just such assholes. And they 
thinks Superman is absolute bullshit because if he was a real Kryptonian, he would have done what they're doing and turned this into a home for all the Kryptonians that escaped, right? Like, and there's, you know, obviously that's bullshit and obviously everything they're saying is wrong, but that motivation is actually like, I can see the internal logic of it, right? Like, I can see where they're like, you had this whole place where we all lived this whole fucking time and you've just been like saving people's dogs from trees. What the fuck? I don't agree with them. But, you know. It's bizarre. Yeah, you're stuck in this bizarro gig. <laughs> no, I'm bizarro Charlotte. Um, she'd be so she'd normal. Be yeah, she's so boring. Though. Yeah. Really boring. Oh, that, God. You're probably really effective. I don't need that. Oh, my God. Bizarro Charlotte would be would so be good so at good business. business. <laughs> yeah, you'd be boring, too. Like, I wouldn't be friends. Yes. I don't want part of that. You have all your shit together and you'd be super successful. I'd be like, ew. Yuck. She'd be super successful, but she'd also be completely sober and like not not enjoy going out in the world. Um, anyways, actually then we would have that in common. Um, so he finds out that these Kryptonians have taken over, taken over his hair. They've gotten rid of, rid of all of his shit. They're like, why do have all of these like little mementos, this weird, get rid of it. They find that, um, and this is, so I assume this is like part of canon, that he has this like uh, thousands of miniaturized Kenyan citizens from the sun, like miniaturized this whole population. Oh, he, the bottle city of Kandor. What is that? Yeah, I don't really know the uh, the genesis of it, but it's like a city from oh, Krypton that got, I don't know, I think like Brainiac right. or something. I don't really remember. I don't know. But like he has it. And it's like this tiny little but city. But that is like a it's thing. like part of Krypton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they're like, you, you have been keeping our people in this horrifying prison when you could have found a way to enlarge them and let them out into the world and superman's like yeah but the sun might kill them i don't know and also like i don't you think i'm working on that and they're like no fuck you i hate you um and they you know blast blast him in the eyes with fire with punch him in the gut like really a good i mean they beat the shit out of superman um and then they fly him onto the moon and they throw him so sick, actually throw him onto the moon and cracks yeah i like and then they pick up and they throw him back at Earth and smashes it. Give him a wedgie. They're just like. Yeah, and they're literally, literally tossing him around. But because, but because they're also Kryptonians, they're tossing him, tossing him into, into the moon, the moon and then back on Earth like, yeah. like a fucking rag doll. Yeah. Just he's just got a cosmic toilet to give him a swirly. Yeah, yeah. And so then, then there's illusion. Because he actually broke the moon is the yeah, problem. And big like, no, 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 no. That would cause some problems, I believe. I think it would cause a few problems. So they're like, don't worry, we, we, we got this, we don't need any help. And they steal, like, all of these iconic bridges. So you've got, like, the Golden Gate Bridge, the yeah. Brooklyn Bridge, and they're just, like, they just stick them, like, like medical staples over yeah. them. Yeah, like, like, they're, like, butterfly band-aids. Yeah, I love it. I thought that was so funny. Um, God, the thing, the thing is, is that I did not realize that Superman was so funny. And I know I keep saying this, but I cannot stress this enough that, like, if your deal with not wanting to read Superman is what my deal was, which is that I thought it was boring and stuffy and, like, overly patriotic and dumb. It's very funny and it's a goofy time. Like, obviously, I know there are runs that are serious and whatever, but the fact that, like, 
this all-star Superman is known for being really good and is like capturing, you know, the soul of Superman. Like Superman's funny. It's like Spider-Man funny. Like it's a it's a good funny comic book. <laughs> yeah, because I mean comics at their heart are they're silly. I mean it's, it's yeah. ridiculous powers that are running around in like tights and weird colored clothing and saving but the world. Like bizarre backstories about like uranium yeah, and I mean, uranium. Yeah, they've all gotten superpowers from things that would really kill you. Um, just like a spider. <laughs> oh, one of, oh, one of the runs we got to do is, I believe it's called Marvel Ruin. And it's basically like what really would have happened. Like like the Incredible Hulk after he gets hit by the gamma bomb. He's just covered in tumors and like, like it's, it's everyone. Like if it had actually happened to a person. Yeah. Yeah. Like what really would have happened. It's, it's this horrific <sighs> alternate future. And the, the art is incredible on it, but yeah, really Sounds like a horror up. comic. It's awful. Like, but it's so cool. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. That does sound cool. But yeah, like, and it's, I think that like, I always oh, thought it was goofy, goofy in a, in a like, oh, this is very like, dumb way but the thing is is that it's very self-aware like just self-aware enough right to be like yeah, 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 yeah no we know what we're doing come with us yeah and that's one thing the mcu did has done a good job of like yeah walking a line of where yeah. it's like yeah we acknowledge that this is silly yeah. but also yeah, we can take it seriously at certain points you know exactly and i uh i really you know i was hopeful that that would be the case um and so far that is absolutely true. I, I don't know where I got the opinion or the idea. Well, I know exactly where I got the idea. They don't take themselves too seriously. And that's because a lot of comic book fans take themselves too seriously. Uh, but yeah. no, it's some a whole. Some of the movies have tried to take themselves a little too seriously. Yeah, which like works in some cases, obviously, but like not for all of them. Yeah. I think Superman is done really dirty by um, trying to be serious. Anyways, for, for yeah, example. No one to know what to do with Superman is the problem. Yeah. Because they think a lot of, I mean, what a lot of the things, preconceived notions you've had, I think a lot of people think that. And yeah, a lot of the people that have been in charge of making those movies uh, didn't quite understand the character well enough. Exactly, exactly. And, 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 it was great to see when James Gunn was, like, reading this run the other day. Like, he posted part of it. Like, he gets, he gets really it. exciting. Yeah, the he further we it. get into this, the more excited I get about the fact that James Gunn was like, I want you to know that this is what I'm reading right now to prepare for, like, yeah. what we're doing here. It's like, this is, it's how you, like, your nerd cred. It's like, I, I don't yeah. worry. This is something yeah. I, I, don't I, know, yeah. I like. Like, we're on the same page. We're cool. Hopefully. Hopefully. Gotcha. We'll find out. A really good uh, job with everything else he's done and walking the line of, like, weird and silly, but then, you know. I mean, the Guardians is one of the most ridiculous cast of characters yeah. you could get, and some of the most emotion out of any uh, of the uh, MCU has been from some of those movies. I've know? cried so hard in <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, really I mean, like with yeah. Yondu, and like that's a like that that hurt. Like the whole exploration of fatherhood and father son relationships, and like what do parents owe their kids, and what do kids owe their parents, and oh god, and then also just like here's a talking raccoon who's Bradley Cooper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So then we have our kind of one interlude of uh, Clark Kentery, which is some of the best. Basically, we've got the water cooler of the Daily Planet, right? And Jimmy Olsen walks in and he's in the new Tonian style where he's wearing like, you know, underwear over his pants with a belt. 
face. <laughs> and like Clark is like, oh, I didn't realize that these folks had made uh, uh, Kryptonian fashion so popular. Um, and Jimmy's just like, yeah, I mean, they... Uh, they have it. I'm just. I'm gonna. You know, like I want. I'm. I'm a part of the trend. Like I'm gonna help them set the trend, which is just it's so just, very Jimmy Olsen and so like perfect for his worship of all Kryptonians that fall from the sky. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially what he did with Superman to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the boss's hair piece catches on fire for no reason, and we have just like a a great goofy time. And in this, during this like absolute buffoonery. You have, so these, the two Kryptonians are Bar-El and Lila, um, which I don't think we've said that yet. Um, and they, you see, you them, see outside them outside the building and they're and hovering they're, and they're looking and they're like, so this is what Superman does all day? Like, cause they clock him right away. There's no, but they know exactly who he is, right? Oh yeah, of course. Um, and they're like, you know, this is, is literally, this is what you're doing with your time. This is obscene. And they're like about to out him. They're about to like break through the window and be like, this guy's Superman. Superman. When all of a sudden they're just like, I don't feel so good, and go crashing into the. And like this is where this episode gets a little Deus Ex Machina, gets a little, you know, it loses me a little bit. But at the same time, like I understand why it's here narratively, and I appreciate like what it's doing in terms of like continuing this All Star Superman, like exploring all of these things. But it's still like it's kind of goofy because basically um Superman flies down and like catches and he's like, Well, as far as I can tell, I can tell you through some, through some cosmic gas on your way here that made all of your molecules slowly turn into Krypton kryptonite and you're you're dying and you're gonna die. <laughs> and that's like entire threat done. Um you know, they try to fight his his help, and they're like, I just want to, I you know, I can't, I don't need your help, help you, super, super man. And, and then, you know, they're all dead, and so Superman saves them, and he basically moves their souls into another, like, plane. Um, they're going, they're going into, you know, another verse, basically, just pure souls to be together forever. Um and then, you know, Superman may come back later and try and track their bodies, but for now, they're just, like, kind of being So, which is, like... Yeah, it's really kind of hard to follow, like... Yeah, I did my best there, but it was... It took an effort. And, like, it is such a weird, just out of fucking nowhere, at the at the absolute moment where they could do the most damage. They're like, oh, it don't feel so good. And then Superman's like, well, I know why. It's because it's totally weird kind of thing. Um, but it's like, I don't know, I, I would hold it against it more if they had done more of that kind of deus ex machina, like, bullshit kind of ending in, in other episodes. But because this is the only one where we've really gotten that blatantly, like, kind of ridiculousness, it almost feels more like a nod than a mistake you know what i mean well yeah i mean it doesn't really make a lot of sense at the moment but this is clearly going to be like part of how he deals with what's happening to him you know right later on like it's gonna Good call it's gonna have a reason it's not just yeah. we just got eight pages of nonsense right and i, I also appreciated so that like like i was saying before, before the whole, whole idea of what makes Superman so unique is that he has this whole Clark Kent side of him that is so antithetical to like 
Krypton and and being a Kryptonian, right? And so to have these two other Kryptonians kind of show what might have happened with a different kind of Kryptonian with a different kind of Superman, um, being someone that's just looking at it as like this is a great way for us to save our people and being really much more like gentrifier colonial about it, right? Whereas Superman has this like this fondness for human because he feels so much himself in them. Um, so yeah, it was it's like about all life, and they're just about their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was. I was I appreciate like as much as this actual, actual story, story I thought was like kind of iffy. I really appreciate what it's doing for another sort of layer of what makes Superman Superman. And it was kind of because of that that I had my click moment of like, oh, this is like because Superman's a straight man and Clark Kent is more like a human, and because they're the same and and all that stuff. So. You know, as much as I'm like, I don't really like this story, it did obviously do <laughs> great work for the narrative and for the character, so I still am glad it's there. Like, I wouldn't take it out. Yeah, I mean, most of the people on his home planet were morons. It's like, their yeah. planet being destroyed, and they just, like, didn't do anything about it. Yeah, see, I'm interested, <laughs> I'm interested to, to learn more about, about that, but I also, like... So, like I like the way it's kind of being trickled, being trickled in, in, right? Like, there is something interesting about understanding Superman more, kind of slowly learning about where he came from. Although, I guess he also, like, came from Earth, right? Because he was raised here. Here, you know, here on, on this version of Earth, right? Here in the cornfields of Iowa. <laughs> Kansas, but close. <laughs> it's all the same. You gotta understand, they all look the same to me. I'm a coastal elite. I don't understand it. Or what? Okay, so he put him in the Phantom Zone. That's what he did. The Phantom Zone. He put him in the Phantom Zone. So my assumption there too is because they do set that up that like he wants to try and see if he can fix their bodies. So I do think we're being set up to see them again. Yeah, but yeah, or I mean, this will play in some some way. It'll play into like right. End, I assume. Yeah. Like so he might all in all, do, he I, might have I, to do this to save him, like, because he's gonna die, like, in the at the. Exactly. I don't. Might, I, I haven't read it. I don't know. I'm only speculating. Yeah. Or it could, it could be that like they hold the key, or like they understand something about like how to handle radiation, or if he does save them, and then in thanks they're able to do like some kind of, you know, Kryptonian DNA transfer or some you know, lo yeah. Looney Tunes thing. But like, Whatever. I trust at this point. Yeah. And I will say, I you know, these three overall um, were less impactful than the last three. But again, like you said, like the last three were so good. And for me specifically, because the first three, I was like, blurred. This is, this is dumb. I don't like this. And then the second three were like, oh, my God, I love this. I knew that these next three, like, it, it have to come down a little, you know? <laughs> yeah. You couldn't stay up at those heights. And, and I'm no. going to trust that. Even though I wasn't a huge fan of these three, there's a reason for them. Um, yeah. And it, we will get a payoff. Exactly. And, like, <laughs> I, I have, I have, my trust has been earned by the narrative at this point. And really, I feel like I'm, I'm getting such a good introduction to Superman. Like, I, I'm so much more interested in the character. I understand him better. I understand, like, why you would make a character like this, why he needs to have the powers he has, why it's actually, like, it's good, actually, that he is who he is. It's just that so many times when we see Superman, 
outside of a comic book, he's stripped of all of the rest of his context, which is that he lives in a big, weird, weird world. And, like, yeah. the fun is taken out of it, which kind of ruins him, I think. Like, you can't he's do a grim Superman. Like, he's not supposed to be a dour. He's supposed to be the, no. the one bright light, you know? Yeah. He's like a Batman's happy guy. dour and, and sad and brooding. Superman's supposed to be, like, happy and smiling, like, yeah. a beacon of Superman had, like, hope. a good childhood. He's, like, well-adjusted. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have the dead... I mean, he, in some... Iterations, his dad died like this, but like he doesn't have like the tragic backstory of, yeah. you know, or the bad dad, or you know, right. And his parents you know, they like, die when they are old and he is yeah. old, and he gets and to have the whole and, and complete childhood with them. Yeah, yeah. It, both sets of parents like were good, even his Kryptonian yeah, parents. Yeah. You know, they like sacrificed right, themselves right. to make sure he could he could live. Exactly. So it's it's. Which is cool because I do also like, um, you know, as much as I love a twisted, dark backstory and I love stories of, you know, like fucked up ones making it right and getting and getting up there, you know, taking it on. I also really like that, like, you don't have to be to be tortured to be a superhero. You can, like, be driven actually genuinely just by wanting good things for other people because you're happy because you have good things for yourself. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, I just think that's really refreshing. A tortured backstory. So this is almost... A refreshing look because it's it's one of the few few characters that doesn't right and he does have tragedy right like, there's obviously complexities and he's been through some stuff and i'm sure there are lots of runs where like dark things happen to superman but i do oh, think yeah, that like so much of, of that but i mean yeah i feel like and i mean i'm sure there are people who have read the comics or have seen more of the kind of fun light you know goofy superman that they they will uh still not like him but i do think that folks that have the impression that i had of superman um that he's boring because he's overpowered is uh it's just because you don't have the context and i actually really like i think it's fine that he can magically solve everything i think it actually works out really well like i i you know and like you you strip the the worry of whether or not he has the right power for the situation and you get to dig into more interesting stuff about being a superhero so i've like fully 180 on superman and i and think this the little is- things like he learns he can't save everybody like with his right what happened in his, to his dad in that earlier issue. and that's like a heavy thing to learn and also like yeah. learning to yeah. rely yeah. on other people, people learning learning to trust other people, people uh to do the to right do thing the when he can't he save everyone can. like there's a lot of rich ground there yeah i mean there's there's more to it than we've gotten in a, a lot of our other media you know yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyways, this was fun. I'm I'm looking forward to the last three. Uh, yeah. So am I. There's a lot to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of loose threads. We have a lot more. I'm certain there are things in the canon that we haven't gotten to that you're just like chomping at the bit. Like, oh god, when are we gonna get to this guy? When are we gonna get to this thing? I mean, we've touched on a lot of it. That's like, good. There's a there's yeah there's a handful, but I I don't even know if they'll they'll really factor in because they kind of come out of nowhere at this point. Mm-hmm. But. I actually, I truly have no idea how it's going to wrap up. Like, I, I trust that it will and do it well, but I, I, I don't know where this is going. Like, yeah. I really Yeah, don't. I was so tempted to keep reading when I got to the end of that last one. I was like, oh, I want to keep going, but I also know that it'll change the way that I understand what's happening now, and I got to keep it right. fresh. Like, yeah, if I were going to read it, it like today, had, had all this connected, as I assume it will, that would have exactly what I, what I thought of it big time. 
So yeah, I mean, and honestly, like, even if it doesn't stick the landing perfectly, I still, like, am loving the introduction I've gotten to this character and has, in in, in one, you know, kind of single, complete uh, chunk, I've been given so much context that makes me understand why people like Superman and, like, why you would have this character and why he has to be the way he is, like you said. So I'm quite pleased. Um, Way better than... That fantastic four life story. <laughs> yeah, that one was a little tough. We will get to where we've read other ones that are bad, so I don't have to come back to that one. But like, that's my low bar at this point. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I, keep comparing I, I missed on that. that one, so I feel good that uh, this one hit the way I, I hoped it would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to wonder, like, how much I would have enjoyed having a like right before it. But um, yeah, really enjoying it. Looking forward to. Uh, the last three, and then... I mean, I feel like there's a 50% chance that he doesn't live through this. Yeah. Like, genuinely. I And I really don't there's know. A, there's a real chance that I will feel extreme emotions about what happens to Superman, which is not something that I had expected, but I was hoping for. Like, if I cry over Superman, it's gonna be weird, but yeah. it's gonna be nice. Yeah. Well, you know? He, he can make that happen. I, I, I have hope, but, um, uh, yeah, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll see what's next to that, but I am, I am happy to stay in the Superman zone for one more week, um, relish this sweet little Labrador man just trying, just trying to save the world. Oh, man, this made me think of, uh, a Justice League story that we should do. You gotta be writing all these down, because... Yeah, I am. It's called Justice League New World Order. It's like... A bunch of heroes come to the planet and they have like the same powers of the Justice League. And then, I mean, I won't get into much more than that, but yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of reminded me of uh, these two Kryptonians where they're kind of doing good, but it's like there's something else going on there. But their motives are not necessarily like the, the, the means are good, but the ends are bad. Yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a great because uh, you often think, why is Batman in the Justice League? Because he's just like a dude. And everyone has all these yeah. other powers. A really good uh, showing of why he's in. Okay. Why he's there. And yeah. Um, yeah, I am excited to get into the Justice League too because uh, I'm just like I, I have I even in just this, these these short uh, time we've been doing this, I have really recontextualized like what to expect from comic books, and I feel like I'm in a in a place where I can enjoy them even more. Which is very exciting because now there's all these properties where I used to think like, oh, I won't like that because whatever. I'm like, oh, no, I bet I will love that. Like, I bet that there is a version of that that I will love. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm it's just all... we'll do Batman, a Batman next. I haven't decided which one. I was going to say, I was going to say, like, what if after these three of people I don't know very well, what if we do the one that I know the most about but have never read? I have never read a comic from Batman. I have only read, like, I've read a Harley Quinn run or two, but I have never read an actual Batman comic. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're still in Superman zone for one more week. But then I do think after that it would be one. It would be But we'll see. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. this has been, this has been a good one. Um, very excited to see where this goes. All right. Well, you got anything else? Um, well, you can find us on the internet a few places. We are on Instagram. We are on Tumblr.com. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been, you know, I've been getting into it over on Tumblr, although the number of times I've accidentally reblogged like a Taylor Swift gift from my other, my regular blog, and then it goes up on ours. And I'm like, thank God we don't have any followers yet. Um, but you know, if you want to follow us on tumblr.com, you can sometimes catch me reblogging things that don't belong in comic book book club. I feel like you should leave those just for, just for fun. (laughs) Really confuse people. Really just drive home, you know, that I'm the one that does the Tumblr. You're the one that does the Instagram. <laughs> um, you can also check out Hans and his other show, Action Book Club. Uh, highly recommend that if you're not already listening to it. And uh, anything else from you, my friend? That's uh, about all I got. Just excited to finish this up. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Until next time. Until next time.